Matt Moore is a first-time guest on The Antidote. Thanks for joining us, Matt. Absolutely, man. Thanks so much for having me. You may be a first-timer on this show, but your music goes back a few years. I heard that you began recording in 07. Yeah, actually uh, launched a solo career in 07, which is not something I had ever planned on doing. Uh, played in a lot of local rock bands before that and just couldn't seem to keep a band together for more than you know a handful of years. And Never wanted to sing, never really wanted to be a solo artist, but uh, it wasn't until that last band broke up I felt like you know, God really kind of pushed me out of the nest and, you know, said, you know, you keep saying you want to serve me with music. Like, why are you waiting for somebody to come do it for you? So um, took that gut punch and, uh, you know, picked up an acoustic guitar and, and hit the road. Well, that's amazing. Well, listen, you should tell us about your music. I mean, have you always been a hard rock kind of guy? I mean, I think that was the impression I certainly got from your 09 song, Standing in the Flames. Yeah, I've always always been a, a rock fan. I mean, growing up, um, I grew up in a house with a, a lot of classic rock. My dad played in bands, led worship at our church. So there were always, you know, big rock bands like Led Zeppelin and Deep Purple and, and Cream and stuff like that uh, playing over the stereo. Um, I loved a lot of hip hop stuff when I was in like junior high and high school. And uh, it wasn't until later in life, you know, about 17 years old, when I finally picked up a guitar and just uh, dove headfirst into everything rock and roll so it's it's definitely my my first love and has it always been christian oriented uh the stuff that i've always created has been christian oriented and there's been a lot of those christian rock bands that were big influences early on you know growing up like i said we had christian music and mainstream music in the house so Mm -hmm. uh, there were a lot of different influences that uh, that crept in there but my music has always been uh, you know faith-based well you've talked about the rock end of it And that's where I really think that you're tending to break trends here, Matt. Because, you know, the rest of the Christian music machine, it just seems to be putting out pop or worship songs. So is there still a place for harder Christian music? I think there absolutely is still a place for all kinds of Christian music. Um, You know, like I said, the rock stuff is is where I've always gravitated and what I've always been passionate about. But... um, I think there there is a certain formula if you want to get uh, on the radio and and you want to uh, kind of fit that that mold um, to to go more with the the CCM and and worship stuff and I think there's some people who are very passionate about that but um, I, I think there's you know th- there's all kinds of room for positive music in any genre really. Then should we allow our own passions to override what's saleable? You know, I, I think that really comes down to, you know, what what you're going for. I mean, if, if the goal is to be, you know, popular or to fit that mold or uh, to get your songs on the radio, there's there's obviously a formula for doing that. Um, but I personally subscribe to the idea that, you know, God created me with these particular passions, with these particular interests and, and things that, that I've, I've always held on to. So uh, I would much rather write and perform music that I'm passionate about and, you know, be less known and, and uh, potentially make less money and things like that than uh, to to really make music that, that I don't care about. Well, not making money is an automatic. I mean, being a musician <laughs> and making money, that's an impossibility. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if we were looking to get rich, we definitely wouldn't have picked Christian rock music, that's for sure. <laughs> Your new single, Tether, released just a couple of days ago. And, you know, I really think that this song may top all your others. And I wonder if you realized that you really did have something special, especially with bringing in such a big crew to help it out. 
Yeah, well, this it's a song that uh, I'm, I'm passionate about. Uh, actually, this whole new project um, with with the same crew that we brought in is, and that, that's very kind of you to say. First of all, thank you. Uh, I think every artist really wants to make sure that their their next project, their next song, you know, is is a step up from the last thing that they did. Uh, I think we all kind of feel that creative pressure to make sure that whatever comes out next is the very best that you can do at that moment. So uh, super blessed to work with uh, an all-star crew of musicians on this one. Uh, great producer, great uh, guest vocalist with Zana coming in and, and lending her talents to it. So uh, super, super excited to be able to share it with the world and, and really proud of the way it turned out. And that's somebody that we've got to talk about, Zana. She brought her vocals on to Tether. And I really think, like, I mean, that was a perfect fit. How was it that the two of you connected? Zana and I have actually known each other uh, for a number of years now. We've performed at some of the same festivals together uh, and gotten to know each other over the years. Uh, I've actually taken some vocal lessons from her just within this past year. Uh, she is an absolutely incredible vocalist. Uh, she's capable of of singing so many different styles and mm-hmm. bringing so many different colors. Um, and we knew that we wanted to bring a guest vocalist on this one. We purposely left some space to uh, uh, to have a guest featured on there. And as we were tossing out names, uh, she she jumped right to the top of the list. We knew that she could bring something really special to the song and give it a color and a dynamic that uh, I've never been able to introduce on a song with a female vocalist who's capable of of singing beautiful and bringing those screams and uh, just everything that, that she brings to it. She's an absolute rock star. She can do it all. Well, I think we need to hear more about Tether. Because depending on how you look at it, a tether could be either a positive or a negative. So how do you see it? Right. And and I think tether does have kind of both of those connotations of something that's restricting you and, and holding you back. Um, in this particular case, I, I want a tether to be about that idea of fighting to hold on to hope when it feels like everything's falling apart, um, when your mental health is spiraling out of control. And it feels like the weight of the world's crashing down on you and you're being pulled so many different directions. You know, how do we how do we stay anchored to the hope and the love and the identity that we find only in Jesus? Um, so really, the song is about desperately holding on to Jesus when things get dark and things get tough. And how many of those days have you had in your life? <laughs> More than I care to uh, admit. No, Honestly, th- this entire new project has a, a very, very specific mental health focus on it, um, both from my personal struggles with depression and anxiety as an adult and, and working through that, but also some of the things I get to walk through with people in my role as a pastor at the church. Um, it's just something that's been very close to my heart and something that I was really hoping that by being more open and vulnerable about my journey, uh, that I could encourage people to uh, start to share more of their story and start to bring some of their struggles out to the light and and experience some of that healing and hope that I found in Jesus. Well, you really must have hopes for this song. Do you think it's actually going to change your listeners? You know, I think every artist really hopes that their music will connect with people um, and and meet them right where they're at. So uh, more than anything, I would I would love for this song to just find people who are in that that place where they're struggling and and to just remind them that they're not alone, uh, that there is hope. And, and again, to begin to walk that out, um, to, to find that, that hope in Jesus and to find that support that they need to begin to take steps in their journey. So yeah, I mean, I think every artist hopes that 
uh, their music will will inspire and connect with people like that. So is that really your intention as a musician, that you want to instruct and influence listeners instead of just entertaining them? Yeah, I mean, I think I would love to be able to do both. You know, I, I really hope that people are entertained by the music. I hope that people are entertained by the live show and some of the antics we do and uh, some of those things. But, um, you know, you'd always love for there to be something more than than just entertainment. You know, it, and it's so special when people reach out and tell you how much one of your songs means to them or how it helped them through a particularly difficult time. Um, I think there's just something really, really special about the power of music to be able to connect with people and meet them where they're at and, and to express certain emotions and certain things that, that are just hard to, to put into words or hard to have regular conversations about. Matt, it's been great having you here on The Antidote and best of success with the song. Thank you so much, David. It's been an absolute pleasure.